Whoopsie, whoopsie. I don't want to do... You know what I was thinking? I stopped it because this is actually a double broadcast between World Wrestling Radio and the Irish Whip, and I played the wrong entrance. So I'm just going to go and start the show right now. Why even waste any time? Welcome to World Wrestling Radio and the Irish Whip multi-show. Sorry, I caught you off guard, didn't I? (laughs) I went straight for the gusto. I didn't even care because I realized that this is not my show anymore. This is our show. We're doing this together. You got your Irish Whip going. We're representing both shows. You had the mask on. I love it. What's going on, man? How you doing? You're muted. You are muted. <laughs> Welcome to World Wrestling Radio, where we have issues every now and then. My man is totally muted. Let me unmute him. There we go. Can't unmute your guests. Anyways, you'll get there eventually. (laughs) I don't hear you, man. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Welcome to World Wrestling Radio. Can you hear me at least? You can't hear the big lug. You can't hear you, man. You're blowing it. You're blowing it on our first live together. We've only been live for two minutes. You already blew it. Gosh darn it. Anyways, well, I'll take live calls. Let's do that. If we want to do that, I'll take live calls since he doesn't want to be there. We'll have him mute the whole time. If you guys want to call in, give me a call. I'll take your live calls. We don't have time for JP. JP, are you going to do something and fix it or are you just going to sit there mute the whole time? I want to talk about AEW. I want to talk about All Out. I think it's going to be an amazing show. Hello, ladies. Look, Joe's joining us. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Lovely to have you. AEW All Out's obviously going to be one hell of a show, no doubt about it. The main event topping it off going to be John Moxley versus MJF, a main event for the ages. Um, I'm not quite sure who's going to win this match for once in my life. I don't know the outcome. I'd love to know what you think about it in the comments section, but I really don't think that MJF is going to pull this off. I know he's undefeated. I know he's been winning. I know he's been kicking ass, but something's going to happen along the way. I just can't see MJF really pulling this off and becoming the AEW world heavyweight champion. However, you never know. All right, let's see if I get that figured out. Can you hear me now? you're back. Welcome back. Nice of you to join us. No, you're good. No, you're good. You're back. You're back, homie. John Moxley versus MJ. Okay, he's not back. (laughs) This is a train wreck. I love it. This is what we do. I don't blame you. I'd log out too. AEW, John Moxley, MJF, like I said, love to hear your comments and what you think about this going on. But personally, I don't see this happening. I don't see MJF becoming the... AEW world champion anytime soon, but you never know. Stranger things have happened and they could very well pull the plug. He is the biggest heel in professional wrestling and he is probably the future of AEW, him along with Hangman Page. And there's a very good chance that he could really be the guy. I think, yeah, Denise, I'm with you. I think Mox, we're all kind of hoping for him to be the champ, but um, I, I just can't see them pulling the plug and letting MJF be the champ at this time. There's going to be some kind of air interference. There's going to be something going wrong. And there's going to be some kind of chance where something happens along the way. Let's be honest. 
other than that, the the other title match, so there's actually three title matches, but the other one would be Kenny Omega versus Adam Page and the FTR. That's a very interesting one because at this point, Kenny Omega and Adam Page have reached their final destination as far as the tag team goes. I can't see them really being a tag team that ends up keeping the belt for any longer than they've already done so. So you never really know where this is going to end up. But I do think that FTR, and I, I said the same thing about, hey, welcome back. Can we hear you again? Can you hear me now? I could hear you all along. I could have heard you the first time too. What do you think about John Moxley versus MJF? We'll go back to you. Moxley versus MJF. Um, I hope MGF. But I don't know. Uh, I think MJF. I, I put that one in. You got MJF, and you're frozen again. <laughs> See, I seem fine, and everything's flowing all right on mine. And it is what it is, man. This is what we call technical difficulties. What do you expect? MJF is a jackass. He really is a jackass. But at the end of the day, the heel status is something that he's taken advantage of and really become a top heel in professional wrestling. So... You have to give him his kudos for being 23, 24 years old and really pulling it off, you know? Making a name for himself without having that WWE machine behind him. Oh, for sure. No doubt about it. He, um, I mean, when you say who is the top heel in professional wrestling, it's names like MJF and it's names like, uh, I don't even know, Randy Orton, MJF. Like, who are the top heels? Uh, The Miz. You know, I mean, who is the shit talker? Not only is he a top heel, he's also a top shit talker in professional wrestling. Right. So it's a very interesting match. Do, do they pull the plug, though? Do they give him the belt? I think they do. You think it's his time? It, because it'll be fun. Like, here's the thing. With someone like him as champ, it's going to be fun to watch all the babies go after him to to get the title from him. And him like pulling and ducking and dodging a victory every other week with um, Warlow with his back pulling it off. Vincent will join us in a second. That'll be cool. Having a great heel as a champ can make a can make a great baby face. I mean, maybe they will pull the plug on him, and maybe this is the time for him to become the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. You never know, and it's clear that even though he's he's still Jack, yeah, he is Jack for a little guy. If that's what you're writing. Um, I mean, let's be honest, like Tony Khan's looking for controversy. He is a young Vince Russo in the making, and he really would love uh, the headlines to read MJF new AEW champion. So there's a good chance that that could actually take place. I mean, you never know. We'll talk about Thunder Rosa in a little bit. Thunder Rosa has a better chance to win than MJF. That's interesting. Um, Omega, Adam Page, the, the train wreck that is. Omega and Adam Page, what do you see in this match taking place? And is it the FTR's time to become the AEW Tag Champions? And I'm going to say the same thing I said about Impact. Let me just ask this real quick. Do you think that tag titles are included in the deal in some of these contracts? What about? I honestly don't think like either one of those teams care about titles. Like, oh, they care. The t- FTR does. You think they do in oh, actuality? Yeah. Top guys, man. You gotta be the champs to be the top guys. No, you don't gotta be the champ to be the top guy. You you're the champ, that means you just won in a fucking sport that's predetermined. What? 
It's predetermined. What do you mean? It's still real to me, man. I'm crying right now. So, I but I do think that AEW uh, would be better off to put it on FTR, just because it's a they're an established tag team. Omega and Page are both great, but they're both great singles guys too. So, I'm ready to see a Hangman Page uh, run singles run for sure. And Omega, I mean. Omega's the best professional wrestler, questionably, in the world. But his character is garbage to a certain extent. He just doesn't connect with people. He's connecting with his genre, and that's fine. His his group of people that love him and love his quirky attitude. But like, you gotta evolve, man. You gotta be making. You gotta be cutting good promos. MJF is burying you and about to win the AEW title because you can't cut a promo, in my opinion. Good. Omega FTR wins. Hangman goes singles run. Hangman and Omega both get a nice singles run for sure. Other women's t- uh, other title on the line: women's Hakura Shida versus Thunder Rosa. A very interesting match because Thunder Rosa is from NWA and she's going to be doing one of the first crossovers that I'm aware of in AEW. Uh, especially if she's the if she's the NWA Women's Tag Team Champion or or the Women's Champion, I believe. So it's not title versus title, but does do they put the belt on Rosa and really spark the women's division? Because we know Sheeta can wrestle, we know Rosa can wrestle, but other than that, what do they got going on in the women's division? I'm not excited about Big Swole and Baker. I think that I think Thunder Rosa. Um... I think she's with a. They'd be smart to keep it with her. And I mean, there's been. I don't know that the uh, NWA has been doing a lot of crossover with like Ring of Honor, and I know Kingston and Eddie Kingston's done both, but I don't know what his deal is with either one right now, where he stands. So, I think you're right. I think she may be the first one that's like contracted with. Well, only going to work for the other one while still under contract. I mean, let's just think outside the box. Doesn't it take all three and perhaps all four when I say uh, AEW, New Japan, Impact, Ring of Honor maybe to really beat WWE and have some kind of one night only once a year that compete with WrestleMania? Don't they need to do something? At least AEW and I guess Impact would be number three right now. Ring of Honor was for a while, but now Impact would be the number three show by an AEW. I mean, New Japan questionably is the number one show in a lot of people's minds, if not number two, you know. So, right. They you know. all have their own strong followings, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, but, I yeah, think, I think you're I think right. I think they do have to kind of – Yeah. They do have to team up to get some of that uh, – What? Who's in the women's division that you're enjoying in AEW? Do you watch AEW every week? I don't watch it every week. I, I like Thunder Rosa. I really do. Um, yeah. And – it's hard to even say who's in there and making an impact. You know what I mean? They had Britt Baker. They got yeah. Swole. They got... Um, I love Britt Baker, too. Yeah. I mean, she's she's awesome, but she gets in. She seems like she's injury prone. Yeah. They have Brandy Rhodes. They got Bunny. Nyla Rose. You know what I mean? I'm not a huge Brandy Rhodes fan. Well, she can't wrestle. No offense. I hope this isn't... I don't think she's a great wrestler. She's a great leader, and she's running the women's division. Right. She and I think she does a lot of good. I think she deserves to be on TV, but just in a different role. Yeah. Like, I like that, uh, what's it, shot of Brandy that she does on YouTube and stuff like that. So, 
Lewis, thank you for joining us. We both have Thunder Rosa winning. I think, and right? Me and you never, yeah. Me and you don't agree often on results, do we? Well, you're usually wrong, let's be honest. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Christopher Jericho versus Orange Cassidy, freshly squeezed Mimosa Mayhem match. Um, who wins? Do you care? Why? What's up with the gimmicks? Are they just having fun and putting him over at the same time or what? Uh, yeah, I think it's Orange. Uh, Orange beats him in some kind of stupid gimmick? Yeah, I mean, what's a Mimosa Mayhem match? I know it's Orange Juice and Champagne, but what is a Mimosa Mayhem match? Probably going to be Mimosa tables, uh, like Mimosa bottles all over the place, you know, like glasses with tables, and they'll get thrown through it, and all kinds of crazy shit will happen. NJPW Impact, maybe Ring of War. Yeah, that's the group. That's what we said. Mad Dog, thanks for joining us. Our most loyal fan, for sure. Welcome. And I think Orange Cassidy is going to win. I think so as well. I think we all got Cassidy pulling it off. And he's another one of those MJF kind of guys. He's kind of like the future in the vision of Tony Khan. They've poised these two gentlemen. Orange Cassidy is the top phase. MJF the future of pro wrestling, honestly. I think the the future of pro wrestling has to include guys like Orange Cassidy. I mean, I don't know how old Orange Cassidy is if anyone wants to Google him, but I don't think he's very old. Um, I can tell you he's been around wrestling for uh, quite some Usually time. Usually on my Google signed up, I'd be able to ask him, but I don't have it hooked up right now. Don't Google him, because then you find stuff out you don't want to find out. One of them gets dumped into the OJ and Champagne. Oh, so the loser gets dumped into OJ. Sweet. That's gimmicks. Gotta love them. The, the rest of the crew is dumped into the 20-man battle royal for the AEW championship opportunity. Um, a lot of interesting names in there. I know that they've kind of paired up a couple of the teams trying to make like factions going on. But overall, I think is Lance Archer. I think Lance Archer might be in this and a couple other people. I'm not sure he's going to win this. Was the Brody really... in this? Who? The Brody? I'm not sure. I think Cardona might be in some other. I think Cardona's in some match with the Dark Order. Okay. I think it's like Dark Order and someone versus Cardona in the jungle or something. I could see them trying to push him into the um, title run somehow. You know what I mean? So I could see him winning something like this. Man, I hope By you're talking way, about Cardona if you're saying man. That's what I think of man. Orange. So you, you guys don't have yeah, to. Yeah, Lawrence it. Archer's in it, so he'll probably win, right? Lance Archer would be a, uh, be a strong contender to win that, too. For sure. Um, <laughs> He's the obvious. Orange Cassidy is 36 years old. Damn. So, I mean, it's like now or never with a push like that. You know what I mean? That's. Uh, topping it off the evening, and it's right up the road for me. I have been looking at tickets. It's at Daily Place, like three hours away tomorrow or Saturday. So I'm like, damn it, do I go? I've seen tickets for like 200 bucks. I'm not about to spend that. But if one pops up for about a buck, I might go f- drive up there and check it out. Who knows? Nice. Who knows? I've know. actually I've been to one AEW match. I went to Fighter Fest. It was pretty cool. I think no. Rucker went to the first all in. It was it's like it's anniversary weekend and he talked his wife into going to Vegas. Uh was it the Vegas one? Sean Spears to win the battle royal. Hey. I mean, he needs his push. He's been pretty much screwed in the the limelight of professional wrestling as far as I'm concerned. He was going over there as he should have been in the spot that like Hangman Page is in, or he should have been in the spot that like 
MJF is in. I mean, he's not getting the push that he's deserved at all. No, no. Who's perfect ten, dude? What's the crux of podcast? Yeah, the Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and Dustin Rhodes versus the Dark Order, right? QT. I thought QT. Yeah. Oh, Cole Cabana. Marshall is a dude that's been around forever and talented. Facebook user, whoever wrote, whoever just wrote hello, you have to go to streamyard.com backslash Facebook and get permission so we can see who you are. But hello. But hello. Hello, Facebook user. Let's talk about a little Monday Night Raw, the past. We're looking to the future with All Out. Now we're going to go back in time to Monday, Monday Night Raw. The first thing I do want to talk about is Retribution is exclusively on Raw from this day forward. A, who cares about that? Do you? Is that exciting that they're a part of Raw only? And B, who's the leader of Retribution? Yeah. How do you how do you draft a, a group to a brand when you don't know who the leader is? Right. Who they are? right. Retribution, right. they're like, hey, you gang of thugs that are burning everything down. So, You're only burning down Raw from this moment forward. I, I have sort of a theory on that, and I didn't re- I didn't know that. Um, you didn't know it was exclusively to Raw this day forward? Yeah. Right, so I have a theory on that now because it, it's going to be some of the guys from NXT, and I'll go with the rumors of Dijakovic yeah. and um, um, Gargano. Not Gargano. I heard Champa Gargano, but... So what if they all got drafted to SmackDown? Well, Gargano and Champa both just got screwed out of the main event picture with Cole, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but they didn't win the Fatal 4-Way, so there's a good chance that... I mean, is I don't want to sound like a douche because you know I'm pro-NXT, but is Gargano, Champa, and Dijakovic some, a force to be reckoned with? I think they could be. I mean, it's just like, oh, um, cool. It's... It's Champa and Gargano, <laughs> like cool. Seth Rollins. If Seth Rollins is the leader and he organized this whole damn thing, then that's good shit. Well, Roman or Seth running Retribution would have been the best possible option. What if it's Heyman and Reigns? What if it's Keith Lee? Mad Dog, you're talking insane. It's absolutely not Keith Lee. That man's getting pushed to the moon, courtesy of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. What if it? But what if it's um. What if it's Roman Reigns in charge with Paul with Paul Heyman? And he's just like, this is my yard, and everyone in here, like, I mean, it can't, you say he can't have that much power, but he doesn't even need it right now. He's such an awesome heel. There we yeah. go. Cesar Rios, welcome. Thank you. Dominic, hello from Texas. Thank you Love for coming. What's going on? Cesar, ask your questions away. We're answering them in the chat room. Everyone ask your questions. We'd love to answer them. And let's discuss this openly. Caesar, I'd love to know your opinion. Who is Retribution's leader? I want to know if Caesar Rios is related to S.A. Rios. He says Seth Rollins is the leader. Right. I think we'll Roman. See. I think Roman and Paul Heyman are some combination of the two. Maybe Paul Heyman with Roman is like the the big muscle. So the Wednesday night wars oh. apparently are no more. Um AEW probably will stay on Wednesdays, but potentially, well, they said it could move to either Thursdays or Saturdays based on the ratings they got. And also NXT could potentially be moving to Tuesday based on the ratings they're getting. So is this a good move? Were you enjoying the Wednesday night wars? Was there even a Wednesday night wars with the ratings that they were producing? It wasn't, there was, but it wasn't to the point that, um, it wasn't to the point at all that like the Monday Night War was, where it wasn't even close, obviously. 
Yeah. But there was. I mean, they were competing for. They were coming close and cutting into each other. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, it was an ass whooping. Obviously, AW won most of the time. But let me see here. What's I mean, I never paid. I didn't pay attention to it in the Monday Night Wars. Like I liked the one I liked, but I always flipped between the two. Hold on, let me send this dick this code. We're gonna have Vincent join us in a second. This is interesting. Caesar saying John Cena could be the leader of uh, Retribution. Oh, what do you think if about they that? They turned Cena and fucking and Samoa um, Joe. Samoa Joe is like Glass Joe. Why does he get injured? He was so tough for so long. I have no clue. Here we go. Santana Garrett could be moving. Just Santana Garrett and Jessa. Kamea are in retribution. That's just been rumors because the purple hair and the body frame of Santana Garrett, but who knows? Is NXT moving to sci-fi? That's an interesting. Oh, there's Vincent. For sure. For Yo, sure. No. Vincent. So what, I'm glad I'm glad I came in right at the time of is NXT moving to sci-fi? No, NXT is not moving to sci-fi. NXT is moving to Tuesday nights. Right. But, but do I think it's a stupid move? Absolutely. I think it's a, I think it's a coward move on them because AEW is not going to move to Wednesdays. So why are they going to Tuesdays? Are they running away from AEW? Or are they running to Impact? Oh, dude, you really think Impact? You think anybody really cares about Impact? I don't think anyone cares about any of them right now. Honestly, well, Impact, Impact's getting like 150,000 views, and NXT is getting much bigger. You know, NXT is getting 800 plus, and NXT and AEW is not getting 900 plus, and Raw's getting 1.8 million, and SmackDown's getting two plus million. So, I mean, Impact is a, a distant fifth place. Let's be honest. Well, they're not even they're not even in the same category. I mean, let me just say this: I don't right, know if Impact. What if it was Bray Wyatt, the leader of Retribution? Man. That would be scary. It's not I happening. Mean, There's no chance. He, Bray, Bray Wyatt's going to be the top face of SmackDown going forward. I have a feeling. Did you guys watch AEW this week? I did. We did. We were already. We we're about to talk about it right now. You went to it, right? No, I ended you didn't up not go? going. Let me just answer. These. We got all kinds of messages. Let me just run through the messages right here, and then we'll go into AEW from this past week. Did you watch it? Did I watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was garbage this week. Hi, Charmaine Marie. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Vincent's like, hello. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? They are running to more ratings. Who cares if it's a coward? It's about money. Vince yeah, is about money. It's, NXT you, right. is scared. Do you think NXT is really scared of the ratings, or do you think they see that their view is higher on Tuesday and they don't have to compete? Why would you want to compete? Why do you, okay? Here's the question: Why would you want to compete? Crap! <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it's every billionaire's dream to compete with another company to see if their product is good. So I mean, if the guy, if if your your buddy that was there saying it's ratings, he's absolutely wrong. Because if I was if I was Vince McMahon, why would I not want to go against AEW? Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. But why is he switching it to Tuesdays then? Or is he even? Are they just ruffling feathers to ruffle feathers? Listen, I think I, I think I cannot. I can only tell you the only reason why they're 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 switching to, to, to Tuesdays now is because of all the playoffs coming up. Well, playoffs are over in like two weeks, three weeks, right? A month. Well, no, now, well, no, because now you got NHL, now you got NBA, you got NHL, you got MLB coming up, and then yeah, you got yeah, you got, yeah they're all going to be hitting. 
less shit goes down on Tuesdays. You know, you could do while you're watching. Vince likes a challenge. What does that mean? You know, Nick, you know what you could do if you're watching all those? What? You ready for this one? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. JP's leaving us. Why? Where's he going? I don't know where he went. He's having issues. He's been having issues all the time. So AEW scored an astounding 928,000 yesterday or yeah when was it yesterday and they did an amazing job and you have to say that um well yes it was on wednesday right and a so yes i'm sorry i put thursday but it was on wednesday they got 928,000, and that's really probably one of their best scores yet if not the top score they've ever had right nine hundred twenty eight. high. i'm gonna tell you this though for the go home show to all out i thought it was i'm so glad i didn't go because not only did i find out how how far away they seat you from the ring but i just think the matches that they had were just garbage just just garbage Mm, that's a good question are they doing a wrestlemania show next year of course and we'll be there vincent i'll be there in some great seats floor level probably so the main event of AEW, even though they did score nine hundred, what is happening? What is going on, buddy? You having technical difficulties? Hello, <laughs> uh, Moxley versus Sterling. Uh, the what is he? The attorney of AEW had to take an ass whooping this past week. I agree with you. The show was kind of shit. This was their moment to shine, and they didn't necessarily do so. I do want to go through this the lineup and talk about it a little bit, but overall, um. What did you think of this match? Moxley. Um, I don't think Moxley needed it. And I, I think. Um, Thank you, Michael. <laughs> I I just, I thought it was just a, a, a squash match. And, and uh, we're honestly really do. Do we honestly think that we really needed to see that? Like was, you know I mean? Was that a, a match that was a must or was that just, or was that just something the filling the the, the filling definitely a filibuster for sure no doubt about it i mean it was just a match to fill the time and quite frankly it was to set up njf so he could beat his ass in the end but it's just cheesy to me and i uh, is mjf winning the belt this week or what is he going to be i'm going to say yeah i hate to say it but i i feel like he's going to I mean, is it his time? He's 23 maybe 24 now i mean is he going to become the AEW world heavyweight champion it'd be interesting though you know it's it's controversy creates cash and he's as controversial as it gets. Who misses the Undertaker? We all miss the Undertaker, but he's seventy five years old. Caesar, we have to let it go eventually. Mox is always good on the mic. He's really evolved on the mic, Mad Dog. I think he's come a long way from where he originally was, and he has become much better on the mic than he used to be. Second match. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you right now. You guys talking about Moxley good on the mic? I don't know what mic you guys are listening to because he he don't I mean he oh, he is twenty four all, all his stuff is is scripted no matter what but then when you hear him on a regular interview like on a radio show he sounds Hello, like garbage. Hello, Sarah. Thank you for joining us. Talking a little AEW, talking a little NXT. Love everyone joining us and becoming a part of the revolution. Hey, how you doing? I'm back. I think, dude. 
You are such a boomer right now with this shit. So what was that battle royal? Was that a match or was that just a preview? What was it? It was a preview of the 21-man casino battle royal for the AEW championship opportunity. The winner will get the shot. Uh, Lance Archer's in it. I think both Lucha brothers are in it. I mean, there's a bunch of people in it. I'm not sure who's going to win. I said <clears throat> Archer, but I know Cardona's not in it. He was kind of like the obvious favorite, but he did not. I'm going to tell you this right now. I think the biggest question is, be over. Here's the biggest question. Is Renee Young going to interfere in the match with MJF? Hello, Debbie. Thank you for joining us. I think Renee Young will not interfere. Yes, JP is having technical difficulties, okay. but he's back. Do you see J- JP? Do you see Renee Young interfering? Do I see what? Renee Young interfering in the match. Doesn't she have a 90 day no compete? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, would she have the 90 day clause in her contract? I don't Man, know. I don't know. If she hit, if she hit MJF in the nuts, that would be amazing. I'm sorry. <laughs> if she hit Moxley in the nuts and MJF won the title. But, but does that really make that big of a difference if she showed up there tomorrow? Either? Not to me. I mean, it would. I tell you this: it, it would, it would definitely change the aspect of of commentary, because I mean, right now, you know, right they need now, a woman, I, no doubt about it. It's pretty lame. What? I'm not enjoying their commentary with Ross and Shivani and Excalibur and Jerry. Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contests, and squares. At my bookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up. Watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice! It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Football's back, people. Come on. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code TIW and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code TIW and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. Guys, you can bet on everything. We, you know, we're interviewing JXT. We've had him on from Australia. You want to bet on Aussie rules football? Guess what? It's on there. You know, we're a wrestling podcast. You want to rest? You want to bet on the WWE? Guess what? It's on there, guys. MyBookie.com. Promo code TIW doubles your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. That's a grand, guys. So go ahead, check out my bookie. Promo code TIW, you can get up to $1,000. You help us a little bit, you help yourself, you win some money. What's to lose, guys? MyBookie.com, promo code TIW. Like Excalibur. I think think Excalibur is sort of meant to be a joke and piss off... um, WWE, which he does a pretty good job of. So, AJ Lee's never coming back. That would be crazy if AJ Lee was a leader. Isn't it insane how CM Punk and AJ Lee get this nostalgia about them so many years after the time that they've been a part of 
wrestling. I mean, they've been gone for so long, but their names come up every single week still. It's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Jericho and Janela. You, did you guys see this this ass whooping that Janela yeah, took? that was a joke. One of the jokier matches of the evening, no doubt yeah, about that it. that was a joke. And then the best friends versus Santana and Ortiz, another AEW dynamite. The tag team divisions, no doubt strong best friends, Ortiz and Santana, FTR, young bucks, um, butcher and the blade. You know, they got so many tag teams, but who's, who's where in the lineup of, of awesomeness there. I don't really even know this answer. I don't know. I mean, I can, I can tell you this. Like, I think that match, I, I can't even predict a winner on that match. I think that's just going to be a great match. Be a lot of I fun. We cover all great wrestling. Wrestling. We covered I think it's right now. I think it's right now. It would be a shame if they kept um, Omega and. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we were saying earlier that those two, they're too good as singles. Like, they could both have a good singles run. Hangman Page and Omega, yeah, they're going to have their own. And they're not only going to have a singles run, but they're going to have a singles run against each other, which will be interesting. Yeah. It'll yeah. showcase. It'll, Hangman and, and and Omega are going to have some some like barn burners for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, telling, I'm, I'm taking FTR all the way for Saturday. I think so as well. I think FTR is also going to be winning the belt. You missed yeah. out on it, but we could just run through it with you real quick. We had, so you got Omega, you got FTR beating Omega and Page. And then breaking up. Vince, yeah. we already went through this. We're going for you. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. AEW Women's Championship, Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa from NWA. I think Thunder Rosa is going to retain. And then Jericho and Orange Cassidy in the Mimosa Mayhem match. I don't even know about that one. I don't even, even care. Know. Right. Um. AEW had 928,000 and NXT had drum roll 849,000 on Tuesday night. Pretty good numbers. They've come a long way. They were at 700 and something just a couple weeks back. So they've rose over 100,000 in the last couple weeks. And does the small difference in between the two really matter at that point? I think everyone, the consensus is FTR will be winning the tag titles. It just makes sense. It makes lots of sense. So, so I enjoyed NXT immensely. They had this fatal four-way that took 60 minutes of the show. I don't, I mean, the ratings worked for it. That's usually rare that they stay that good for something like that. But, you know, um, Cole and Balor at the end were able to pull it off and get the most victories. And now they're going to have a sudden death overtime final battle royal tomorrow or next week to determine the NXT champion. Is this Balor club all the way or do we put the belt back on Cole and run with it? Ballot club, <laughs> but it yeah. could go. It really could go either way. But I really think Ballard deserves it. I I just don't see. I just don't understand the madness behind if Adam Cole won the belt again. Like, what was the point of him losing the belt? Like that would make no sense to me. Well, I don't think things are going as planned. I think the plan was Adam Cole drops the belt, Keith Lee takes it, then Keith Lee relinquishes the carry and moves up. And then Carrion has a nice little run with the title, but instead we have Carrion getting injured, the belt being up for grabs, Balor and Cole having to be shoved into the main event picture. Yeah, I think um So putting it back on Cole is the safe move essentially because he was the guy who had it before all this shit took place. 
I honestly think that moving. Thank you. Um, Everyone's my fan and I love it. Oh. Look at all the love for me. Finally. Oh, come think, on. Lee, come on. I think putting Keith Lee. You're paying Cesarillos, aren't you? It's <laughs> my, my second or third compliment tonight. I'm oh, listen, I think putting Keith Lee up to uh, SmackDown, knowing Far that better. knowing that uh, Cross got hurt, I think that was a bad move. I think he was going up inevitably anyways, and they have big plans for him on the main show, which they're obviously doing. They put him straight into the limelight against Randy Orton. I mean, come on. Pass yeah, the but- bedtime, JP? <laughs> I'm tired, man. Is oh, it really? Man. Is it real? But honestly, for both you guys, do you really see a reason for Keith Lee to go against Randy Orton? Like, do you really honestly think it's going to boost his career? Because I, I mean, I think I honestly think they they viewed him as a kind of a joke. Like, they changed they changed everything about him, and it's like now it's just like new improved Keith Lee when Keith Lee really didn't need to be improved. Well, it creates him. It, it's not that he needed to be improved. You got to remember a lot of the raw, raw, a lot of the WWE audience doesn't watch NXT, so it's a, a strong way to introduce them. But why wouldn't you watch? Why wouldn't you watch the show that's like always been talked about? You know what I mean? Like that all makes sense to me. People don't. It's I mean, look at the numbers. What's Raw do compared to NXT? Yeah, it's doing one point eight million or something like that. Something yeah, pretty so. It's just so it's a way to introduce him to the other thirty million people that don't watch. That don't. Now, I'd rather watch AEW than than Raw. You don't watch Raw? No, I do, but I think AEW is a, a better product. I think I think they always have. I well, honestly because they're gonna have the place. damn uh, draft next month or two, anyways. Then everything's gonna uh, get flipped around, anyways. I can't wait for that garbage. <laughs> I haven't watched any of my pay per views lately, just cause of life. But I would rather watch the Wednesday night shows than the. Than Monday or Friday, personally. So, and see, Friday, Friday, if AEW pay per viewed on TNT would annihilate WWE. Josh Johnson, that is a very interesting answer, and I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not sure a pay per view would do anything more than like a million views. I don't think it would do like three million if they had a. Well, let's let's look at the last couple. TNT. Do you? How many? How many? How many reviews have they done on on TNT? Can you I name them? Only one or two, right? They did. They didn't do all out, but they did. Um, Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Right. The Demon King only comes out for special events. They've only done Fighter Fest, to my knowledge. They might have done one other one on pay per view, but it's not a big. And they don't pull. What was crazy that Bash numbers. the Beach one they did? Remember they got in trouble for using Bash the Beach. Oh yeah, then Miami. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying. And what was that? What that get? I mean, it didn't even break a million because they haven't broke a million yet on any Wednesday night. So even Bash at the Beach, their pay per view. So that that negates your theory there, my friend. I'm sorry to break it to you. Seth Rollins should go to SmackDown to refresh with Roman there, though. He's going to be in a shadow. It's kind of hard, Caesar. So tomorrow night is SmackDown. It's one of my, it's probably my favorite show right now. Not only because our boy Riddle's on it, but obviously because. Um, Roman's back, you know, there's the fiend, the evolution of Braun Strowman. It's just kind of the, the cool show to watch right now. In my opinion, are you guys ever excited for SmackDown on Friday nights? Yeah, I am not like, not like, oh, I have, what is your favorite show of the week? Friday. Uh, I don't typically watch SmackDown now. I only watch. I really only watch for two people and two people only. Bro and who? Miz and Miz and Riddle. Miz and bro. 
Yeah, they like you really watch. Yeah, I'm like Fiend and Bro and AJ Styles. That's my. Do you guys hear AJ had Corona like three weeks ago? Yeah, you know Kevin Nash just got it too. Yeah, yeah so you know the Rock and his whole family has it. Yeah, that shit ain't no joke, man. And here we are having parties of ten and more. <laughs> so tomorrow night on SmackDown, Roman Reigns is addressing the W. Yeah, we got. I got my Irish whip uh, mask. Thank you very much. It, my wife goes, I like it, but it has that pointy thing on it. He goes, I don't know if that's good. Yeah. It feels really comfortable, though. So thank you for that. I'm going to try it out. Roman Reigns to address the WWE Universe on SmackDown after his squash match at the pay-per-view. He came in with two minutes left, um, signed the contract, which if I don't know if you guys watch any Twitter nerds, but JP went insane about that because – or not JP, JD from New York, I'm sorry, went insane about that because – uh the contract was signed after the match, yada, yada. But, I mean, it's professional wrestling, bro. Get over it. What do you what guys think about Roman? about Roman Reigns? Yeah, what do you guys think about Roman Reigns winning the belt the way he did in the fashion he did? Wait, and the contract wasn't signed before. The contract was signed in the middle of the match. Well, I mean. The travesty that is signed after the match already started. I'm going to tell you this. What the travesty of that match was was the fact that it was so damn shitty. I mean. Okay, you have two you have two behemoths in there. Okay. Then here's the problem with WWE. You have to take something that's happened in history and relive it to actually make a moment. How many times has the ring broke? You know what I mean? And like, like I can understand like yeah. big show, big show and Bray and, and, and Braun Strowman. That makes sense. But now you got Bray Wyatt and and and, and Braun Strowman and the ring breaks? And then all of a sudden, now here comes Roman Reigns and takes the one through three. Really? That's horrible. I agree. I thought the ending was horrible, and I don't know who wrote that shit, but it was had Vince McMahon's dirty paws all over it, needless to say. It wasn't only that. It was how awkwardly the ring broke to me that really bugged me on that. I like how the referee did like a backy flip off to the side. Heyman and Reigns together got my attention to watch SmackDown again. Jesse, I kind of agree with you. I think it was the injection Roman Reigns needed to be relevant again. He he can't cut a promo worth the life of him, but he can go in the ring and do this shit while Paul Heyman talks shit and then say it's my yard now and walk out. That's something he's really good at doing. So He's going to sell a shitload of t-shirts right now, though. That t-shirt is going to be the hottest thing on WWE.com. I think Riddle's shirt's doing It's impressive that Riddle's in the top three for shirt selling. Riddle, Fiend, and Roman, I think. Is he? Yeah, Blue, Blue Meanie actually came out with a shirt that said "Wreck all the bathrooms and leave." Who are the top current SmackDown stars, <laughs> male and female? Two each, guys. Um, I would say the two top stars on SmackDown for me would be the Fiend and Roman Reigns. Female, um, Bailey, she the SmackDown World Champion for over a year now, and I guess, is Sasha technically on there? It'd be Bailey and Sasha if they're both on SmackDown. I'm yeah. gonna say. I'm going to say Roman Reigns and Matt Riddle. You and think Riddle's one of the top? You think Riddle's on the top? I think he's top five. It said top two, though. Oh, well, top two? I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you. It, 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 is, it is Roman Reigns and, and mm. uh, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think Riddle's far behind. Riddle's no, getting a no, push right now. I, I just don't think you can argue that it's it's Roman and the Fiend right now for the top two guys. Like, and then 
it's one and two, and then everybody after them. You and know then I mean? Drew, Drew McIntyre on Raw is the top guy, and Seth, I guess, would be the top heelish yeah. person over there. Females, I'm sure. on Raw. Who knows? Roman's yeah. signing the contract the night of the match was savage. Hello, Sir Noah Garber. I love your name always when you join. Bailey and Roman. I totally agree. Roman and King Corbin, Bailey and Sasha. Who hey, is Mount like- Rushmore? We're not Lewis. I love you, but we're not answering that question again. Real quick, off off the subject. Off the subject. I I know I know uh, I know um, you would you would answer this one real quick. Um, would you buy a pay per view chair that you didn't go to see the pay per view? Hell no. Okay. Would you? Is it signed? What'd you buy? Which one? Uh, it was um. Well, I just bought away. I I never got a WrestleMania chair, but I got a Royal Rumble chair and a couple others. And I give I've given them away. No, no, no. You're not it. I'm, I'm starting to collect them. Like I have four, I'm not creepy. I mean, look at my damn back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. No, no, JP, can I just tell you something real quick about those things in the back? Look at these. This guy he stole about him. I showed him. He saw this thing that AJ Styles stole from me because the guy was supposed to meet me the day before and never did. And then this guy comes around and goes, "You." I did, man. I, I low like, balled him too. Like, like fighting over dirty merchandise over here in Orlando. I low balled him. I loved it. You, I low ball everyone. I, the um the, the million dollar title is out there right now for two seventy five. I offer two hundred bucks. And what did he say? He said no. That's okay. He'll say yes one day. So we got Biggie, bro, <laughs> King Corbin, and Sheamus battling. Winner gets a universal title shot at Roman Reigns. Is it Matt Riddle's time? Is it Biggie's time? Or do they go with Old Faithful and give it back to Corbin so Corbin and Reigns can continue their feud? Or does Sheamus get a moment out of nowhere? JP? Um, I don't know. Out of those, who's going to get the who would get the universal title? I think actually Riddle would be a good shot, good shot for the universal. It'd be interesting to see Riddle and Roman Reigns this soon into it. I don't know if they'll put the belt on. I see Roman having the belt for a long time, probably all the way to WrestleMania. Rucker got a mania chair. There's nothing, guys. There's nothing wrong with getting anything professional wrestling. If you get chairs. If you get autographs, if you get belts, look what I started. Figures, bunch whatever of, you get, bunch dude. of fucking marks. Look what yeah, I started. <laughs> He's like, I got a chair. Uh, what was my favorite match of all time? The Shit. best part about Ruckus chair is the event didn't happen, and his chair is already damaged. It'd be cool if the Universal Champion changed its color to white. Then it would look like a female title. Riddle all the way. Biggie wins. Sir Noah believes. I I would think i would be so happy if they gave biggie a title run but i don't think they will it would be nice and biggie's getting his moment undoubtedly but i don't think it's this time i think it's king corbin which really annoys the shit out of me it's been king corbin for so long though like i want to see i would love to see roman's been gone for five months riddle so so riddle's young well, younger riddle, than slap the shit. riddle has hard matches dude he's gonna slap the shit on roman roman's not gonna like it we already know roman's sitting in his locker room by himself not hanging out with the boys he's not one of them he's his own little dude so like he's one of them larger than life kind of guys you know what i mean so i see him going against safety net king corbin or sheamus and not uh 
rocking any waves or if it's biggie's big moment and then they let it down that's kind of disappointing for biggie that that negates both biggie and riddle's push if they do not win this what if cena returns and faces roman cena's really the only face bigger than roman reigns in professional wrestling so we could really see yeah king corbin yeah i think the consensus looks like corbin's going to be the guy that pulls this off but we'll never know uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax will be joining SmackDown tomorrow f- against Bailey and Sasha Banks for the rematch for the title. Uh, I wasn't surprised to see Bailey and Sasha drop the belts based on their inevitable feud, but the rematch, does this go anywhere? Is, is Shayna and Nia retain? Oh, no, they retain. They're, that would be so stupid if they did, if they did that. And so they retain, and something Sasha does cost, Bailey, cost them the match. Oh, you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. I mean, who's the Sean and Marty there? Who's the Sean? Who's the Marty on that? No, but Noah has a point here. No, Corbin's a heel and Roman's a heel now. So, and Sheamus is a heel technically too. So, Big E or Matt Riddle yeah. does make the most sense. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, um, Marty is Sasha and Michaels is Bailey. See, I think Sasha Banks is Michaels. Okay. I do. I think she's Michaels. I think Bailey's had a nice run, but at the end of the day, I think Bailey, I think Sasha's a better wrestler. I think Sasha is physically more attractive. And I think Sasha has a better character gimmick. I mean, the boss is up there. That's like a gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really the Snoop Dogg. The Rocket Roman. That's the match we all want to see. That's the super match we can't wait. That's never going to happen. Sasha is Marty. Is he high? <laughs> oh, I love it. Big E gets the title shot. We'll see. All right, let's wrap this up. We're at 50 minutes. Let's do some news and let's go home, boys. Time for the news. Let me hit a news music. In, in honor of them. In honor of them breaking up. And now it's time for the news news number one Dana White told TMZ he'd be interested in booking Brock Lesnar versus Bones Jones for the expectation remains that Lesnar will go back to WWE what do you guys think about this do we want to see 44 year old Brock Lesnar in the UFC ring no and here's the thing is why did they pull his shit from WWE.com so quick because he probably said he didn't want to come back it doesn't matter. They have, you know, they, that's what the clearance section up there is for. Yeah, well, no one's probably buying Brock's shitty shit. It's, um, I, I think he's coming back, and I think they already know it. Why would they pull his stuff? That is a very good question. Um, I, think he, I think he's coming back, and there's going to be some storyline that changes with him. I just don't like how stupid they're doing this. Like, why are, like... Why are they fooling themselves? Because like they know that Brock's gonna come back. It's just it's just something for us to like go. Oh my god! Like this part right here, the right? That's a free agent. Like no, so he's they not pull- a free agent. He's not going to AEW. Can you see Brock Lesnar walk rocking Cody Rhodes? Like, give me a break. This is never gonna happen. They pull his merchandise off WWE.com and it gets people talking like this. And you know, like of course he's coming back. And they but they want people to question that. I agree. I don't, I'm not even excited about Brock leaving, and I'm not excited about when Brock comes back. I'm not excited for either one of them. I'm over Brock. I'm over the Brock show. Oh, yeah. Totally. 
My favorite announcer, the man, Mauro Ranali, has gone from professional wrestling for the time being. He is no longer the NXT announcer. He is no longer contracted to WWE. Is this a big loss? I already know he does Bellator still, and I'm sure we'll be seeing him around somewhere. He should go to Impact and replace Josh because he sucks. But um, this is a this is a huge loss for WWE. I, I don't think so. You don't I, think so? Um, no, because the WWE isn't going to think so. The WWE thinks anybody can go in there and announce. It's not true, but what they'll do is they'll try to get somebody maybe that has a little bit of name value already to them, maybe not in wrestling, maybe in Hollywood or some other sport like they did when they, um, they had the Gladiators guy come on to Raw a couple of years ago, and it didn't work out. But, well, uh, they, got, um, they got Wade Barrett. Name. They've had Wade Barrett there. And now they're going to be bringing back Nigel, which is like my next story there. Nigel's expected to return to work. Here's my thing: I I think Nigel and Wade Barrett would are going to butt heads. Yeah, they're two. They're they're the same me, character, British wise, and yeah, yes. I agree. But yes. Nigel calling NXT would be fucking amazing. He's been calling NXT for years, but it's like you, NXT and Beth Phoenix for two years now. But he's hasn't he been calling the UK? No, he calls NXT NXT. Does he? Yeah, our show. Like, we used to sit by them. We would go and we'd sit in the rows, and they would be literally, like, right there, right next to him. I, I could hear I could hear Mauro being like, Mama Mia! We're like, holy shit, he's like in our voice. <laughs> I personally think it's a huge loss. I think the dude is an exceptional announcer, one of the best. I think he's so fucking passionate about professional wrestling. And uh, you don't get that anymore. You don't get that shit from Corey Graves and, you know, all these other clowns. Like, I love Corey Graves. He does a great job, but he's not on the level that Morrow's on with passion and and love of it. Uh, Wade's being tested out to replace him. He's been there two weeks in a row. I can't. What do you got? So, So we're impartial about it. Iconics breakup happened to give Peyton Royce the singles push she's been asking for and wanting and people think she deserves. Is this the end of Billy Kay? Is this the beginning of Peyton Royce? How far does this beautiful woman get to actually go in the world of professional wrestling? Either one of you? I don't pay attention to any of that, like the um, stuff. So what I want to know is I want to know why this happened. Like what what is this gonna do? For the women's division, because I don't see I don't see this bumping ratings at all. Yeah, I, I agree. It. I don't know. I mean, she's really a beautiful, probably one of the most beautiful professional wrestlers there are. She's good in the ring. She's got that awesome finisher now. But like, you don't push her to the moon. You just can't. It's like pushing Lana to the moon to a certain extent. I mean, like, I know she's a better wrestler than Lana, but it's just not. Billy Kay screwed. She got thrown, literally thrown to the wolves and got her ass beat in the fucking raw underground. You know what I mean? Iconics are done, buddy. Sorry to hear it. Yeah, she, Final, she, got, she got wrecked. Final rumor of the night. Our man bask in his glory. Keith Lee is expected to get a big, big steady push. Vince McMahon loves him. He wants to push him to the moon. Uh, is sky the limit for Keith Lee? Is he going to become a champion <sighs> this year? Why are we even still looking at Sports Kita, though? Man, I just pulled the news. What do you want from me? I pulled this shit at 840. But, like, pulling it from Sports Kita, you may as well shake a fucking eight magic eight ball. 
Are they bullshit? I don't even know who they are personally. Yeah, they they post a lot of stuff that's just not accurate. That's you should get your news from wrestlingnewsource.com if you want yeah. accurate news. And you should go to mybookie.com with yes. what's your business code? Promo code TIW will get you will double your initial deposit. There you go. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Keith Lee beats Orton. Baskin is glory. We're going to cut it short at 54 minutes because we're all tired. Honestly, we're just not in the mood. So thank you. We love you all. We will see you next Thursday. This is the first ever, I believe, World Wrestling Radio and Irish Whip multicast. WWI Live and TIW getting together. Vinny, thanks for joining us. We love you. JP, we love you. See you guys. A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 